40inbox.com here. So we're going to be reacting to this person's post. And they posted, I am 21. I have about $14,500 in credit card debt, $13,000 in savings, and I am homeless. I could use some general guidance. I've always tried being financially savvy. That, ironically, is how I amassed good credit early in life, only to wind up using it when my back was against the wall. How did I amass this debt? I have no social family safety net and have been on my own for quite some time. Let me explain that another way to clarify. The only contacts in my phone are seven coworkers, managers who need my number for work and nothing else. Now, the thing is, right, I feel like right here, this is kind of like more of like a personal choice, right? I feel like this is more of them like choosing to uh, not have a lot of people in their social life. So I was working full time and going to full uh, going to school full time before the pandemic. Was then fired and thought I could just put a semester on a card. That turned it to then I came across some legal problems, which could mean literally anything. Q minimum payments, and here I am a year later. I was twenty thousand dollars in debt three months ago. Now that's a good thing that they paid off some debt. I decided it might be a good idea to just live in my car, so I did. I personally don't think that's a good idea to live in your car. I got a new job where I literally work 12 hours, 7 days a week. And here's the thing, right? There's nothing wrong with working 12 hours, 7 days a week, right? Like you have enough time to do that and still technically have some sort of life. Especially if you're not really like staying at home because obviously you're living in a car. But the thing is, right? Even if you were to just like get a trailer or get like a $300 apartment or like room with someone, right? You could still do that. You could still have some sort of life, right? So I feel like this is like very uh, self-inflicted based off what we're going on right now. So only taking time off when forced by my boss. Example, only three days in the last three months because I do so much work and they rely on me. And I'll include a screenshot for some proof, <laughs> proof of the pay. So let's go check it out. So this person's working basically about 80 hours a week, which is pretty crazy, right? And they're clearing up basically about like 1800 a week. Right, so if you were to factor that in for like a month, that's close to about like seventy two hundred like basically right under eight thousand dollars a month, okay that's actually a very good amount of money, right that's like very good amount of money to the point where it doesn't make any sense that one that they still have credit card debt, that two that they are living in a car. That could break down at any given point, right? Like, think about this, right? The lowest amount of hours that they worked so far is like 77. No, no, 64. 64 was the lowest amount, but they're still clearing over 1,500. So the thing is, you know, yeah, well, having no life gets you. This is not bad income, right? And you could keep this up for probably like a few more months making this type of income. But here's the thing. You could actually probably do it even longer than that. You could probably actually do this for like a year, right? If you simply had your own toilet, 
your own shower, and your own fridge, right? So at the bare minimum, this person should stop living in their car and just get like a trailer and get that and then like put it into like a trailer park, right? Or get like a motel or something, right? Because just having that normalcy is going to help them out. Actually, so basically not a motel because motel is probably going to destroy you for like, they're going to get, you can get charged like crazy in a motel, I'm guessing, every single day. So you can probably get like a really cheap an apartment or room with someone or go to like Craigslist and room with someone or like I personally making like this amount of money, I would just go buy like a pretty crappy trailer that all you got to do is just like plug into like, like, you know, outlet and, you know, have plumbing or something. Go to like a nearby trailer park that only charges like a couple hundred dollars a month in rent. And I'll just do that, right? At the bare minimum in this specific situation, right? Again, based off what, you know, they're talking about. Because the thing is, I really don't like the idea of someone living in a car that could literally just break down at any time. Now, if they're like living in like a van, if they're like living in like an RV, even like a really crappy RV, that's a lot better. But just like a car, like a tiny little car, possibly, that's not a good idea. Okay. So I've got my spending down to about $300 a week. So keep that in mind, right? They got $300 a week and they're making about $1,800 a week. So that leaves $1,500 net every single week. So in one single week, they could literally go buy a super crappy trailer and park that at a trailer park. And in that same week, pay for the monthly rent to store it there. So that they could actually have a place to like rest their head. Like that's what I would do to like have just some normalcy, right? Because simply having a place to like put your head at down at night, having a fridge where you could get a, get a drink or food and be able to go to the bathroom, your own bathroom where you feel safe going to the bathroom, that would probably do wonders for you mentally. Right, because I think this is more of like a mental issue, more so than like a financial issue. Because even with their credit card debt, they could literally just do everything that I said: get a trailer, park that, and end up paying off their debt all in one month. Right, all of their debt all in one month. Right. Let's see. Other than that, I decided liquid cash is a hell of a lot better than no debt. I think that's stupid. My alternative perspective to my debt at this point is I'm renting $13,000 cash for a measly $200 a month. Like, again, this is just stupid thinking, right? Because this individual could literally be debt-free, actually probably in like two weeks, and having a trailer to like rest their head at night. And by simply keeping this up for two months afterwards, they have a net positive of net worth of close to like $16,000. Like that's how crazy that actually is, right? And you'd be paying no interest on anything. You'd be debt free. You'd have the freedom to go and do whatever you want, whenever you want. Anyway, this can't continue forever, I agree. I live in constant anxiety, I'll be fired again, except if when that happens, I'll be homeless for real and in real bad shape. This is why if this individual ever stumbles upon this episode, 
you need to just pay for something clean and clear that you own that you feel safe that no matter what you could rest your head in it at night right you want to feel safe and you want to have some sort of normalcy right you need some sort of consistency every single day which you can't really have when you're like sleeping inside your car every single day and the reason for that is because you're going to probably be sleeping in a different location all the time. You don't know if someone's going to break into your car and like stab you to death. You don't know what's going to happen, right? I have no clue like if this person's a guy or a girl. Like I don't know if this person can even defend themselves, right? So having a place that you could call your own will probably end up saving your life physically and also mentally, right? Now, I don't want to live where I live currently. I won't go into detail, we'll get into detail, but I don't have the best reputation and I would like a fresh start, primarily in another state, which is going to cost a lot of money. Just to let you know, this is going to cost you money. Hence my idea that I need so much money in savings. If I get fired, who the hell will rent to an unemployed college dropout? A lot of people. And probably someone who can pay 6 to 12 months in advance. The thing is, I would not pay 6 to 12 months in advance. There's no reason to. There's going to be a place that will be willing to rent to you as long as you can prove that you make payments on time, right? As for my debt, it spans four cards. One is $10,000. The other are $1,500 each. And my fourth is just my daily driver that doesn't carry a balance as I pay in full each month. All have around 17 to 18% APR. And look... Personally, I'm not going to yell at someone for having a credit card. But this individual needs to pay off all of their credit cards, right? It literally makes no sense to carry a credit card balance at all, ever. But it especially doesn't make any sense to carry a credit card balance when you're feeling so much anxiety about potentially being fired. You're living in your car, right? You're working 80 hours a week and you're losing money due to interest, right? So you can literally just work another week, completely pay off every single debt that you have, then work another week, end up having a trailer or some place to rest your head at night, and then work another week, put some money in the bank, and then work another week, put even more money into the bank, and probably work like just another month and you have enough funds to go move to basically any state that you actually want to. Right, So in under two months, you could be debt-free, living in a state that you want to live with a brand new fresh start as long as you're willing to work and find a job. Right, And I wouldn't move unless I found a job beforehand. So just keep that in mind as well. And I wouldn't move until I secured a spot to actually live as well. Right, So just keep that in mind. And this is the thing, like, a lot of people, for some reason, carry credit card debt when they don't have to, right? And there's no reason to carry credit card debt like it's a bloody baby, right? Or that it's like a tumor on your big toe or something, right? Like, or a pet, right? Why are you keeping this debt around like a pet that you got to take care of constantly, that you got to stress about it all the time, right? It just doesn't make any sense at all. So I'm looking for some real guidance. I literally have no one to talk to, which again, I personally believe that this is a personal choice as to why they have no one to talk to. 
No one to offer advice in the last 100 days have been spent alone in my car. Again, I personally believe that this is a choice, right? There's nothing stopping this individual from simply just talking to anyone. Literally. I mean, like, just at the grocery store, maybe when you're buying ramen, or just, you know, maybe, like, when you're just going out, because this person also said that they have, like, a certain amount of money that they spend every week to, like, just, like, keep themselves sane, right? Guess what? When you're out spending some money, you can, you know, spark a little conversation, right? Or this person could just end up having, like, just call anyone, right? Like, there are ways to, like, get a hold of someone just to talk, right? Like, there's nothing wrong with it. I know my thought process is flawed, but I know my tunnel vision is keeping me on this path. At least they, you know, own up to it. Honestly, I will just keep doing this until I get fired, and that might be tomorrow or a year, which is a very dangerous way to think. I don't know. I'm scared and alone and live with the fear that while I might have a lot of money, all this hard work is worthless in the end because the day I have enough to pay off my debts, I'm at zero dollars, nothing. But here's the thing, you know, starting at zero dollars is actually amazing, right? Like a lot of people don't understand this, but when your net worth is zero, that's not horrible, right? Especially when you were negative, right? If you're coming from the place of like a negative net worth to now zero, that is a fresh start, right? Think about that. This person wants a fresh start, right? This will literally be a fresh start if they just pay off all their debt, right? And I understand like mentally it's hard to like let go of your money, but the way you got to look at debt is that like you're finally admitting that you spent money that you did not actually have, right? Like when you actually pay off the bill, when you actually pay off the debt, you're finally just admitting to yourself like, hey, I just spent, well, I finally admitting that I spent money that I simply did not have when I used the credit card, right? It's basically like the equivalent of you going to the mirror with your shirt off and basically telling to yourself while looking at yourself shirtless in the mirror saying like, yeah, I'm fat, right? But now I'm starting off with a clean slate and as of today, I want to start eating healthier, right? Like that's basically the equivalent of this. And I understand it's going to be super hard for anyone that ends up listening to this. It's going to be hard to change your habits, right? It's very hard to change your habits, especially financial habits, because it's so easy to spend money, especially if you're using a credit card, right? So I'm not yelling at anyone for using a credit card, but this person and any other person needs to understand when you are someone who is capable of putting money on a credit card and there being a balance on there, then you know that you need to stay away from having and using credit cards because you do not have the habits built that will help protect you from getting into debt, right? And that's the main thing, right? Personal finance is personal and everything that deals with finances in your life 
are from personal choices, right? This is a personal choice, right? This person personally chose to put basically college classes on their credit card. This person chose to keep putting more money onto their credit card. This person chose to live inside their car. And I'm not like insulting this individual because probably depending on their specific circumstance, they did what they believe to be the best choice for them at that time. And these are the results of that. But now you got to understand this for this individual, if your goal is to truly have a fresh start, whether it be in another state or the same state, starting off with zero dollars, nothing is so much more free than starting with a negative balance. Because now you do not have the financial stress of owing people money, right? You don't have the financial stress of people coming after you for money that you owe them, right? When you have no ties to no debts towards anyone, guess what? You're free, right? You have the freedom to go choose and live your life the way you want to live. If you wanted to live in your car for the rest of your life, you could, right? I personally would not choose that, but I'm just saying, you would have the freedom to go and do that lifestyle because you owe people nothing, right? So I just want that, like, for people to, like, really understand that to, like, whoever ends up, like, stumbling upon this. The main point of getting debt-free is the freedom that it allows you to live the life that you want to live, right? Whatever that life might be, right? So feel free to go check out 40inbox.com to learn the secret to mastering your money and getting out of debt so that you can live a life that you want to live however you want to live it because once you're debt-free, you have a lot more freedom available to you. And that's the main thing, freedom, okay? But either way, I thought this was a pretty worthwhile thing to like talk about because... Yes, this person is in a very bad situation, but at the same time, there's a way out of it. And there's actually multiple ways out of it, but that's my thoughts on how this individual should get out of it. Feel free to share this with someone who might need to hear this. Feel free to give your thoughts. See you in future episodes. Stay tuned for more. And feel free to contact us with your own personal finance question or story at 40inbox.com. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation and it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.